Let's get nuts. doing today where's that opening music still having trouble with this damn thing all right what's happening everybody welcome to film junkie live it's the end of monday and california is drowning yes it started raining at like midnight last night and it like has not stopped really it really just like feels like it has not stopped like holy crap what's going on here anyways sure it'll be all right i know people in la are suffering a lot more it seems Luckily, I'm way outside of L.A., so that's a good thing. Anyways, guys, welcome to the show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, do all that. Always much appreciated to see everybody here. And, of course, we'll be talking about all kinds of nonsense today. DCU stuff, of course. Hey, look at that. Whoa, look at that. Mr. Jason McKenzie, always helping out that pirate ship. We'll get to your message in a little bit here. Uh, then, of course, we got the Deadpool 3 logo that made an appearance last night. We'll talk the box office, and then, of course... We got a Jurassic World movie that's happening, folks. It's fully official, a fully. I don't know. I don't know how to even say that. But, anyways, let's see who's out there. How's it going? We got Mr. Ian right here. Going pretty good, not too shabby. Like I said, the weather sucks, but not too bad of a, not too bad of a uh, Monday, I guess you could say. Did you see the hints of uh, Captain Adam? I can't wait to see him in the big on the big. Yeah, yeah. Gun also hinted at that too. I mean, he, he drops a lot of things when it comes to social media, so it's hard to see, like, which one is, you know, what's going to end up in his DCU. Game City Savior, hey, Dave, one day you should uh, get the panel to interact with the chat, the whole stream, suggestion. Yeah, we could do something like that as, you know, part of the stream, not the whole stream, but part of it. Mr. Eric, hard-boiled, what's happening? Oh, did they? I didn't even see that. <laughs> I barely paid attention. I don't really care for the Grammys, you know, it's just... I see like the, the red carpet stuff, which I hate that because it's all just, look at me, look at me, look at my ridiculous dress and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't even really pay attention to the Grammys too much last night. I forgot that they were nominated for the Grammys, so uh, I should have paid attention to the, uh, whatchamacallit though, their official Twitter. Maybe they would have mentioned it, I just didn't see it, but uh, well, Metallica's awesome. There you go. What's going on, Axel? I may or may not have gone full goth today. Something you want to tell us there, sir? Need some therapy or what? Uh, let's see what's going on, Ryan. Good to see you. We got Jason right here. Space ship, ship poet. What is up? Got to see the Batman in black and white. Ooh, that'd be pretty sweet. Hello there, Miss Nighthawk. Good to see you, gorgeous. All right. And yes, Metallica. Heck yeah. And then thank you, of course. If I had a drink, I'd raise it up to you, but not drinking so thank you mr mckenzie and fj live baby i love it helping out that pirate ship keep it going keep it afloat gotta love that we got main man dano right here good to see you we got mr nobody what's happening and i think that's pretty much it. what's good with dc and we got some stuff to talk about of course plenty to talk about all right let's go ahead and turn that off okay and then turn that off too but yeah we'll talk about that and i'm wearing my jimmy shirt finally finally wearing my jimmy shirt i, I thought i, I totally <laughs> it's funny i got this for christmas and i'm finally wearing it because i was uh i did laundry over the weekend and it's funny because i had like a box of christmas gifts that i had 
and I meant to take, I, I got two shirts. I got two shirts for Christmas and I had the box of stuff and I put it in my closet and I didn't even think about it until like over the weekend. I was like, oh yeah, I got this box of stuff. And then I realized, oh, that's where the shirts I got. So yeah, got, uh, got my Jimmy shirt on. So it's cool stuff. All right. Let's go ahead and start uh, getting, hey, man, you're just being too generous. You're just being so generous there, sir. Thank you, Mr. Jason McKenzie, again with the $50 one. Cheers. If I, again, I almost want to pour a drink just to cheers you right there. But, um, yeah, if I had my water bottle, I had it over there. But whatever. But thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Much appreciated. Hey, Dave, I thought about it, and I've decided I'm going to give the DCU a chance. Well, thank God, guys. Axel's finally giving it a chance. Look at that. He's growing. He's growing. Yeah, let's see. But, yeah, thank you again, Jason. You are awesome, sir. All right, let's get let's get started here. Let's get started. Let's see what's going on when it comes to stuff and some of the tweets, the tweets that I picked out for today. And uh, the first one is, uh, how would you guys feel if Robert Downey Jr. ended up being the Scarecrow in Christopher Nolan's Batman? That wouldn't have been that great, right? We're actually glad that things worked out the way they did. Because, yes, he's been talking about this. He's been talking about this. And it went into detail and kind of, uh, but this is just what Disgusting Film posted. But it said right here, Robert Downey Jr. reveals he met with Christopher Nolan to play Scarecrow in Batman Begins. And, of course, got beat up by Killian Murphy. Now, things happen. It just feels like things it just feels like things happen for a reason. It really does because if he would have got Scarecrow, odds are he wouldn't have done Iron Man because that was a that was that was like 3 4 years before, probably about 3 years, 2008, 2005, yeah. So odds are maybe that wouldn't have happened, but then again, who knows? But it's just like things really just are meant to be right there. And he would have done a good job, don't get me wrong. He totally would have done a good job. But just the fact that it didn't go well, and he said, like, midway through, like, the, you know, meeting with Christopher Nolan, basically, he was like, nah, just, this is not working. It's not working. It's really not working. So, I think, that, yeah, things really just happen for a reason when it comes to some of this stuff. And then, of course, here we are in 2024. Robert Downey Jr. works with Christopher Nolan, and Robert Downey Jr. is most likely going to win an Oscar. So, that's pretty cool stuff. Oh, yeah, and did you guys see this or hear this? <laughs> well, okay, so over... Uh, over the weekend, Saturday Night Live was hosted by Ayu Edabari. I always I probably say her name wrong. You guys know I'm bad with names, but she is hosting. She was hosting Saturday Night Live over the weekend, and she's like the. She seems like she's like the new it girl. She seems like she's just all over the place. Obviously, she people know her from the Bear, the show The Bear, and now all of a sudden it's like we're seeing her all over the place, and she's like this rising star. But uh, she was hosting Saturday Night Live over the weekend with musical guest. J-Lo. Well, when that was all being said and everything, people remembered this little thing that she said on a podcast. Today I was actually thinking about one of my favorite scams of all time um, because J-Lo is hosting or is uh, performing at the Super Bowl halftime yes, she show. she is, which is a scam in itself. And her whole career is one long scam. Oh, the... Ooh, one long scam. Yikes. Shots fired. Longest con. J-Lo can't sing. And did you know that J-Lo doesn't know that she can, can't sing? Well, that's the thing that is... <laughs> she did an interview and then she was like, she... I never knew that people didn't think I could sing. I thought I could sing. Like, she thought that she was on... She thinks she's on multiple tracks, but it's not her. I think she, like, or she thinks that she's still good, even though, like, she's not singing 
for most of these songs. Like, oof. Yikes. <laughs> She's not wrong. Let's face it. Jennifer Lopez, very talented, very talented, very beautiful. She can act, she can dance. Singing, not really her strong side. No. Not wrong, not wrong at all. And apparently, though, when it came to Saturday Night Live, they made a joke about that. I guess there was some kind of joke that happened like during like one of the sketches where she said something about shooting your mouth off during a podcast or something like that. I don't know the actual context of the joke. I just remember hearing, reading something about that. But it's just kind of funny because here we are all these years later and now they're teamed up together and she had that to say. And a lot of people agreed. That's the sad fact of the matter is a lot of people agree with that. I mean, it's like Jennifer Lopez, you're, you're, you're all this. You're this goddess. You can dance. You can act. You don't have to do everything. It's not meant for everybody, I guess, but uh, I just thought that was pretty funny. It's <laughs> just pretty funny when that was uh, that was roaming around. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. She'll be okay. I think she'll be okay, you know, Miss Affleck. All right. So we got an update. Well, speaking of Killian Murphy, I guess you could say. We all know that 28 days or 28 years later is in development, which a lot of us, a lot of us are excited for, for sure. That um, that Killian Murphy, of course, in the first in the first uh, 28 days later, we're all wondering if Killian Murphy was actually going to be showing up, and apparently he's very much open to it. It's just kind of funny because they announced the movie, they announced you know Garland and uh, what's his name teaming up to bring the movie to bring the sequel to light. But there was no mention about Killian Murphy. I guess they have to figure out the story and whatever. But I think part of it maybe is the fact that they're maybe waiting till after the Oscars to see if he does pull the Oscars. They don't want to take the focus off that. I don't know. Hollywood's weird and works in mysterious ways. I don't know. But uh, he's open to it. So hopefully they end up hopefully they end up doing something with that because it'd be cool since he that's pretty much that's where a lot of us got to uh, know who uh, Killian Murphy is. And then did you guys see this? Again, again, Ryan Reynolds. This is why I cannot wait for the uh, I cannot wait for the Deadpool marketing to begin. But he it just seems like they're already they're doing great marketing for the movie If that's coming out. Of course, directed by John Krasinski. And uh and they do this little one right here. Hey there, I'm Ryan Reynolds, star of the upcoming film If. And if you've Sorry. ever uh, and I'm John Krasinski, the director and star. <laughs> of the upcoming film, If. Wait, 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 hold on, what are you doing? I'm talking about our movie. You're not, you're not John Krasinski. You're Randall Park. John Krasinski is much shorter and less Asian than you are. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> I know it's been a while since. And they go through the whole thing. Hopefully you guys saw it. But what's funny is if you're, if you're a fan of The Office, you know this is a joke from The Office because Randall Park sat down one time next to Dwight saying that, you know, of course he was Jim. And uh, they play that whole joke on him. So, again, you just got to love some of that kind of marketing. Just creative stuff right there. And then, take it easy, sweetheart. Of course, the penguin is kicking into gear. And we got some set video stuff right here. And we got the, I mean, who knows what's happening right here. Something bad happened right here. And then, look at this. The penguin gets, uh, bam, right to the face. Ouch. So I thought that video was pretty cool. There's also been tons of set photos and everything when it comes to the Penguin series since I'm uh, I'm really excited for that. Hopefully uh, we'll get another trailer soon. But of course, I got to finish filming the thing. Hopefully 
it'll definitely be coming out this year. I'm sure, I'm not sure how much longer they have to film, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Super Bowl. All right, so we got uh, trailers, obviously, when it comes to, you know, us movie nerds out there, when it comes to the Super Bowl, it's like, yes, the commercials are fun to watch, even though it's always weird because it just seems like, a week, the week up before the Super Bowl, they always start releasing the commercials. I've, I've already seen some of the commercials that are going to be airing during the Super Bowl. They always release them early online. There's like one for Ben Affleck and Dunkin' Donuts. There was one for Martin Scorsese that was already out there. I haven't, I didn't watch them, but uh, a lot of us are wondering which trailers are actually going to be showing up for the Super Bowl. Obviously, we know that Deadpool three and uh, who knows what else. But you can guarantee that there's not going to be anything from Amazon, Sony, Netflix. Or Warner Brothers, that's going to be happening. So don't get your hopes up if you're looking forward to any one of these. Yeah, it looks like when it comes to... It looks like the big ones that are going to be coming uh, coming out during the Super Bowl are Deadpool 3, Wicked, and Quiet Place as well. So a lot of people... Geez, that's a big ad. Jack Daniels, anybody? But yeah, looks like that's just not going to happen. Yeah, what could he do? It's fine. The way I'm looking at it, um, the way I look at it is uh, Beetlejuice. I think a lot of us were hoping that maybe Beetlejuice, 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 I should say, was going to be showing the first trailer, but that just probably means I'll just release it, you know, who knows when we'll get that first teaser. I mean, we got the poster. We kind of got a synopsis. They don't need to rush that. It's coming out in the fall, so I'm sure we'll get a trailer for that. I think a lot of people were hoping maybe around the Super Bowl time, but yeah, it just looks like... Uh, which looks like as of now, the big ones are going to be those. I mean, everybody's just anxiously waiting that that Deadpool 3 trailer, which apparently from, you know, the word on the digital streets is that it's already been cut. It's already cut together and everything. So, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's, what is Tom Holland doing here? Is he, uh, is he teasing? Is he going to give us blue balls here? Because a lot of people, of course, are wondering what's happening with Spider-Man 4, but... He's got some kind of big announcement that's happening tomorrow. Did you guys see his video? You can't really see it if you get, I mean, uh, yeah, use better font there, uh, Tommy boy. Big announcement tomorrow. And then he takes a little uh, stroke. And that was a horrible hit. <laughs> Somebody brought up a good point on the timeline. You yell four. I think it was Brandon Davis. You yell four when you hit the golf when you hit the golf ball. Spider-Man four? Four? I don't know. But then of course there was like some other cartoon or whatever the hell that apparently, I don't know what was it called? Uh Phantom something that I'm not even aware of. So Tom Holland, let me type in Tom Holland. It was the Tom Holland thing. They were like people were trying to do their their whole investigating thing. Let's see. That's right. Uh, Danny Phantom. I never I never even heard of Danny Phantom. I guess it looks like a Cartoon Network cartoon. But apparently Butch Hartman, who's like the creator of it, was like, we I would love to have Tom Holland to be the live action version of him. And apparently. Tom Holland actually followed him on like Instagram. You know how people start doing that thing like, oh, my God, so and so followed so and so Tom Holland all the way. That's what he said. So the live action version. And then, yeah, apparently people were putting it together right there, which doesn't mean anything. Anytime that somebody follows somebody else doesn't really mean anything. And plus, that would be kind of weird. I mean, I, I it'd be nice if it's a 
Spider-Man 4 updates would be pretty cool, but it says announcement. I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. And you think right now Marvel Studios wants all their focus on Deadpool 3 and the trailer that's going to be coming out. So I don't know. Just seems like we're going to have blue balls. If anybody's like really anxious for some Spider-Man 4 news, I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. We'll see, though. Hey, could be wrong. Don't do this to us, Tommy. All right, let's make sure that I get everything else that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I think I did. Before we start diving into... Oh, before we get into this one right here, this last thing that I wanted to talk about, and I'm sure you guys saw it. Wonder Woman 3. That's right. Somebody made Wonder Woman... A Wonder Woman 3 trailer, I should say, with AI. That's right, the dreaded AI. And this thing was made by Acknowledge AI. This is uh, a trailer that they posted. It's about, you know, a minute and 23 seconds, and a lot of people were passing this around. Some people thought it was really cool. Some people were, uh, and a lot of people were going, the horror, the horror. And I've always said, you know, I mean, when it comes to the restoration of the Snyderverse, it's not going to happen in the way that we'd want it to happen. But with AI technology just growing, growing, and growing, there's going to be people that are going to be able to create these stories, and it's going to be for everything, every universe, everything like that. So, And the technology is only going to get better. And right now, it's still in a stage where it's like, okay, some of the visuals look good, but of course, some of the movements and everything just don't look good. But what's really creepy, though, is they actually got Gal Gadot's voice because she narrates this thing. So, whew, it's a little, it's a little weird. just do this whole thing i don't even know if i can show this all i don't know where the music comes from or anything so yeah they got some cool shots right there not too bad even though that shot of <laughs> a world on the other side of the galaxy that needed a not a bad shot right there but geez i mean that sounds just like her but yeah the mouths look pretty weird for duty looks a little wet right there for love. What the hell is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are they doing? What are they? What are they? Kittens? Are they kittens? Just rubbing up against each other? Like, ah. Uh, is that what they do? Is that, is, that, is, that Wonder, is that what Wonder Bat does? Give a little Eskimo kiss? Yikes. But, you know, some of the uh, texture and everything looks pretty interesting. Look at that. We got multiple. What the? I don't even know what the hell that was over there. Let's see. Oh, go back, go back. Trying to go back. There we go. Look at this over here. Not sure what's happening right there. We got two two versions of the Flash right there, I guess, and another Wonder Woman. <laughs> Look at that. Jesus Christ, what are I seriously? Why are they Ugh, look at that shot was pretty bad too. Not too ugh. That's not bad right there, but still a little creepy. God, they are really emphasizing Wonder Bat in this. Very much so. For justice. That's not a bad shot right there. I kind of like that Trinity shot. Not too bad. I mean, like I said, some of the shots look cool. Some of them look really bad. Some of them look really bad. And that's not a bad shot right there. There's some kind of ship that's happening. And yeah, then some destruction. So that's a pretty cool shot of Batfleck right there. Not too bad. And you got, of course, Aquaman. 
then they just kind of go like, oh, we're not going <laughs> to, instead of like showing, instead of showing Bear, they just kind of look at just his, he just melts. <laughs> what the? Again, the technology, not fully there. It's a valid effort. That's a pretty cool shot. Would be our last. It's just creepy that that's like, that really sounds like Gal, too. Not a bad shot right there, even though the face looks a little, yeah, a little off. But yeah, Wonder Woman, Twilight of Justice. Really couldn't come up with a better title. Twilight of Justice, I don't know. I do like the fact that the Wonder Woman logo has blood on it. That's not too bad. But yeah, that was floating around today, and a lot of people, you know, it's already almost, it's, uh, it's almost at 900,000 views right now. Well, let me refresh and see where it's at. Maybe it's at something else. Yeah, it's at 1 million views. Yeah, because I already had this on my thing. But yeah, a lot of people are just like, whoa. But like I said, there's some cool visuals in there. There's some cool visuals. And like I said, the technology is only going to get better, and someone's going to actually make a, a full-on. Someone's going to make the Wonder Woman 1840-54 or whatever the heck. You know, Zack Snyder's little pitch or not pitch but treatment that he had which a lot of people think I, I remember i saw something today where they were saying that that i think it was fandom wire because fandom wire just super clickbait when it comes to their titles they they talked about how warner brothers didn't want to do Zack snyder's wonder woman 1854 script and i'm like there wasn't a script he just wrote a treatment for it a little backstory and he knew whatever director was going to come in there and uh, do their own thing. He just had his own little backstory to fill in for BVS until Patty came in and did her thing, which he totally enjoyed. But yeah, I mean, we'll get a bat flick movie. We're going to get all kinds of things when it comes. I mean, AI, it's just moving, moving and moving. It's just it's going to be pretty it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty interesting when somebody actually makes like full on Justice League 2, Justice League 3. It's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. So, but yeah, that's, some of that's the thing of nightmares. Some of that's the stuff of nightmares. But some of it's kind of cool. But the fact that they just got her voice, whoo, that's really freaky stuff right there. Anyways, okay. How are we doing out there? I saw another super chat. Thank you, Hank DZ, for the $2 super chat. And like you said, hit that like thumbs up. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. It helps, it helps, it helps. It helps to, uh, it helps the algorithm or whatever the hell. Sharing and all that stuff. So, all right. Let's go ahead and talk about the, uh, the main topic. James Gunn is pure DC. Now that sounds weird, but he did say this. And it's only because he was just answering somebody going like, hey, can you still work uh, with Marvel if they decide to do Guardians of the Galaxy 4? James Gunn had this to say. Nope, I'm pure DC. Could you write a movie for Marvel if you wanted to? I could not either physically or legally. So yeah, he is done with that. Fully done, which we knew. We knew. Um, and he's just 100% now. DC can't touch anything with that. Can't promote anything. I mean, I don't even know. If, I don't know what he can. Can he even say anything good about? Probably not. He probably can't mention anything like with the Deadpool 3 trailer comes out. Probably can't even say anything about that. I'm guessing. I don't know. The... the how the what are the logistics of it all? I don't know. I don't know how that works, but it is interesting because you know I've been telling you guys and I've been hearing because they are going to be shooting in Atlanta and they're going to be using some of those studios in there. And I've been hearing like yeah, even though there's uh there's that, but I think there's going to be some usage when it comes to Marvel resources a little bit when it comes to the Atlanta shoots because it's just you know just words on the that I was getting that there might be something there. But yes, he is now pure DC. Pure DC. 
And then uh, he had a little fun. We talked a little bit about this on the uh, the Vodka stream last Friday, but he uh, he did. Again, it's just it's funny. And this is the kind of stuff, too. It's like, yeah, I like this. You know, he doesn't have to answer everyone and he didn't have to answer this. But he gave a little troll answer when it came to somebody, of course, wanting, you know, doing that whole thing, like make it be like the like the source material, the source material. We always talk about the source material. And somebody was like, please stay as close. Please stay as close to the original as possible. And then he basically said, no flying. Zing. Because if you remember, folks, Superman did not fly at first. That's right. He would just leap. He would just leap. That's why when you watch the Flesher, you watch the Flesher uh, cartoons and they talk about that at the beginning. You get, you know, you get those original stories. He would just leap. Not even sure how long it took for him to actually start flying. But yeah, there's a lot of things, Superman now, that that are now there, and flying was not one of them. So yeah, do stuff like that, Jimmy. Do stuff like that. Troll a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. And then somebody actually asked, is there going to be like a behind-the-scenes little featurette or documentary or whatever the hell? Somebody wanted to know about that. I would love to shoot the BTS or I would love to shoot the BTS images and produce the BTS film on Superman Legacy. So this guy was shooting a shot. You can find my work at uh, yeah, if anybody wants to hire this guy, andrewthomasclifton.com. James Gunn said the BTS is already being made. So, hey, shoot your shot. Nothing wrong with shooting your shot there, Andrew. But uh, yeah, you better believe that a lot of this is being filmed. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, what things are going to be released as more as the production, like, goes, you know, we're, we're, we're a month away before they start shooting. So I'm kind of wondering what James is actually going to be given, what he's going to be putting out out there. And, uh, you know, obviously we want to see that costume and we want to see all all the other stuff, too. And then, of course, we already, you know, we did talk about it because it happened last Friday, but we have a composer. That's right. Mr. Tom Murphy, happy to announce that my frequent collaborator, Tom Murphy, is scoring Superman Legacy. Or not Tom. I, I don't know why I say Tom Murphy. His name is John. Come on, Dave. John Murphy. Uh, Superman Legacy John was one of the first people I called when I finished the script many months ago as I knew how incredibly important the score was in, to this production. John has been working tirelessly since creating hours worth of music that will play on the set. So that's kind of cool. I like that they already have a composer and they're already filming while producing the music. So the music's already there. There's already Superman legacy music that's happening. So when they start filming, they could actually use that and make sure and just like match it with the storyboards, match it with like the cinematography and what's going to be happening in the in the scene. And they can actually use that music and play it on set to just really help get the scene together that's actually pretty good that's awesome you know i mean i know there's other obviously other movies have done that like crazy but sometimes you know the music can come later or they you know you start working with it during you know something like that but there's already superman legacy music so that's good i like that and then of course john murphy john murphy Went to Twitter and said this right here. Very proud to be working with James Gunn again on Superman Legacy. DC Comics were a huge part of my life growing up in Liverpool, and I feel incredibly honored to be part of the DCU journey. Thank you, James and Peter. So, who is John Murphy? Well, 
He did do su- the Suicide Squad soundtrack, which I was kind of like, eh, it's fine. It's fine. But he did do Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I enjoyed. I thought that was a good good score. He also did the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. He did the music for that. Uh, you know, he's got a pretty good... He's got a pretty good filmography, and uh, one of the biggest, one of the ones, going back to talking about 28 Days Later, he did the soundtrack, or he did the composing on 28 Days Later, and there's a song called In the House that uh, was actually pretty good, and a lot of people were passing around Sunshine. If you haven't seen the movie Sunshine, also with Killian Murphy and Chris Evans, really good psychological mindfuck movie, of course, uh, that takes place in space. People were passing around uh, one of the tracks from that as well. And uh, it's pretty good, too. Some people were saying that maybe it sounded a little bit generic, but at the same time, this was like t- 2008, and I think it kind of generic stuff kind of took from it, I guess. But, yeah, I remember there. Uh, let's see. Let's look at some of the stuff that he's composed, some of the more stuff. God. All right. So, yeah, here's some of the stuff right here. Like I said, he, he did a miniseries for Les Miserables. He did Kick-Ass, Armored, I think, yeah, 28 Weeks Later. That's where he did that one. It was 28, not 28 Days Later. It was 28 Weeks Later. So, you know, there you go. Let's see. He also did Miami Vice, which, if you haven't watched Michael Mann's Miami Vice, great movie. Basic Instinct 2, that's funny. The Perfect Score, nah, that's a, eh, it's not a bad little movie. But yeah, he did 28 Days Later as well. So, you know, not too bad. He also did Snatch, right? I think he uh, saw that he did Snatch, which I love that movie. Make your jokes, make your jokes. I thought I saw that he did that, Modern Times, yeah. So he's got a huge list. Yeah, he did Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, and then, of course, Snatch. All great movies. Guy Ritchie movies. So, yeah. He's not like well known, but you know he's got a pretty good uh, he's got a pretty good resume. But uh, you know we'll see. I know somebody uh, right here. I think it was uh, Spider Monkey, Spider Monkey or no, no, no. It was DCU updates. Uh, they used some art that Spider Monkey actually made that is of um, of Nicholas Holt, Lex Luthor, and they put some of his a track from uh, John Murphy over it. So this sounded pretty cool. So you want to get it like a little bit of a taste. Got something like this. Can't play it all. It's copyright. Come on. There we go. You know, you can get a little taste of it. You know, stuff like that. People are going to be doing that. So who knows when we'll get like an actual taste of what's happening when it comes to John Murphy. But there you go, guys. I think that's pretty much, you know, there's all kinds of other stuff. Let's see. What else was uh, Jimmy Gunn's talking about? I mean, he was talking about all kinds of things. I don't, I don't want to go over every little thing, of course. You know, Gunn said, John did two of my favorite scores of all time. My all-time favorite score is Ennio Maricone. So I tracked him down to talk about movies and scoring, and a friendship and a collaboration was born. So there you go. You got that. So that's cool that it's like something that I don't know. I've never even heard of that movie. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Just kind of scrolling through and seeing like things that he might have answered. Yeah, it's not really much else. Oh yeah. So there's another thing too, you know, because uh, when it comes to James Gunn, always when it, when it comes to the Superman legacy costume, everybody's of course trunks, no trunks, trunks, no trunks, and uh, then he's got the bullet belt or the no bullet belt. You know, that was one of the things right here. 
that uh, I saw on DCU updates that they pulled right there that he was being asked about the, the belt as well. So now we got more stuff. <laughs> Just questions, questions, questions. The internet is going to melt. It's going to melt when that costume shows up. He also debunked the whole, I mean, can, can we stop it with the whole Batman Brave and the Bold thing? Can we stop? How many times do we have to like just just stop? Because of course, naturally, there's with Matt Reeves' Batman coming out, there was like a rumor that said like, oh yeah, um, the Brave and the Bold will go into production. It'll be coming out before Matt Reeves' trilogy gets finished and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, you know, there's no script. There's no nothing. Stop talking about Batman Brave and the Bold. And just keep on talking about it and talking about it. It's like, geez, can we just stop talking about Brave and the Bold? Yes, I'm excited for it, too. I'm, I'm wondering who is going to be the new Batman. But, yeah, I'm just like, no, stop. Stop it with that. Stop it with that. Um, and then, of course, he even said, too, that when it comes to the merchandise, you know, like shirts and stuff like that, he actually has a say in the merchandise and how some of that looks. So he has, God, he's spinning a lot of freaking, uh, he's spinning a lot of plates, Mr. James Gunn, his, he's going to end up losing his hair. I mean, his hair already went from like, you know, kind of like this to fucking just white in, in the last few years. After doing all this, man's going to be balder than Lex Luthor, man. Too many, too many things. But hey, you know, he's got help and he's got, uh, you know, he wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. Deadpool 3. We anxiously await that trailer that's coming out. Super Bowl Sunday, which is going to melt the internet. Everybody's anxiously awaiting it. Uh, we haven't... The only things that we've really seen when it comes to Deadpool 3, of course, are all the set images. Not really much when it comes to logos. There was some kind of promo arts that came out that leaked out, but nobody knew where exactly it came from. Looked pretty cool because it looked like it was one of those prequel comic book covers or something like that. But last night at the Saturn Awards, Kevin Feige decided, you know what? I wear hats all the time. Might as well market this film. And he did so. And it's, you know, it's a way to do it. So people were going, look at that. Look at that. Look at that right there. What? Look at that. Which I think a lot of us actually assumed that, yes, that's what the logo was definitely going to be looking like. They're going to have it in half. They have the Deadpool logo and, of course, the Wolverine logo. I actually have a Deadpool hat that has, the, you know, the full logo. I have the Deadpool hat. I want this one. And then somebody made some art, so essentially it would look like this, which that looks pretty awesome. I think we can all agree with that. That looks freaking awesome. Smart. Smart. That's a way to market without actually marketing. It's like the CEO, the head cheese, Kevin Feige, wears a hat all the time. Might as well wear the Deadpool and Wolverine hat and then go to the awards. And then luckily enough, he wins the award and somebody snaps pictures and now they're all over the internet. So just easy marketing right there. E Let the fans do the marketing. Nothing wrong with that, right? Let the fans do the marketing. And then of course you get concept art like this. And I'm kind of wondering, are we going to see that logo, that similar logo for the trailer? Are they going to show it like that? Is that what the logo is going to look like? Who knows? But yeah, can't wait. Can't wait for the trailer. Going to be exciting. So yeah, just a little quick little little thing right there. Not a lot of, not a lot of news. Not a lot of big news. Like, well, big news, but like not a lot of like, you know, just like in the past like few days. I haven't been too much, I will say. 
All right, the box office. The box office. Well, who saw Argyle this weekend? I was supposed to see it on Thursday, but, you know, Storm came in. I had things that kind of prevented that, you know, work-wise and whatnot, and just wasn't really in the mood to go see the movie at 5 o'clock and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, I'll go see it on Friday. And then, of course, that was a little bit of a rough day as well, where I was just like, blah, I don't feel like going to the movies. And then I thought maybe I'd go over the weekend. But honestly, I don't know. I was kind of hyped for it, and then I just lost the hype. I don't know. It just kind of did. I'll watch it when it comes out on video, but, man, I didn't go to the box office. Apparently, not a lot of people did either. So let's take a look at this box office. Just kind of like, whoopsies. Oh, come on. What are you doing here? All right. Argyle, 17.5 million dollars domestic. Now, you wouldn't think that's too bad, right? The movie cost 200 million dollars. Yikes. So, total was 34.3 million dollars. But yeah, apparently the reported box office was 200 million doll hairs. That's not too good. So this is just kind of floppity flop, flop, flop. But you know what's not a flop is the beekeeper, which keeps running pretty strong. 122.5 million worldwide. And apparently the reported budget for the beekeeper was $40 million. So not too shabby. And then, of course, Godzilla minus one, which we kept on keeping an eye on, which uh, left the movie theaters, I, th I guess, before this weekend. Uh, let's see. What, what did that end up with? All right. I'm not going to autofill. Fine. Don't do that then. But yeah, Godzilla minus one left the theaters and, you know, made 105.4. That's just a phenomenon right there. That's what we call phenomenon because that budget was small as well and everybody just loved it. But yeah, Argyle. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. I mean, are they going to taste like his last two? He's, he's had some stinkers recently. Yes. I mean, the Kingsman franchise, I don't think they're going to be doing anything more with that. I know he wants to reinvigorate the Kick-Ass franchise. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know. I think Matthew Vaughn needs to go back to some basics, man. Make another layer cake or something like that. I don't know. It just seems like when you throw a bunch of money at him, it doesn't seem like uh, it's going. It's a good investment. That's for damn sure. So, But I'll watch, like I said, I'll watch Argo when it comes out on video. But yeah, it just seems like people just weren't excited for it. I won't do that anymore. I know that's annoying. I apologize. Not really. Jurassic World. I, 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 we just can't, we can we take a little break? We can't take a little break. I mean, Dominion didn't Dominion come out last year, and it made over a billion dollars. Sure, but not a lot of people really talk about it. Not a lot of people really liked it. It had its moments, but overall, I didn't like it. But now we're just going to just get a whole new Jurassic World movie. And we just heard about this, what, a couple of weeks ago? And now we're getting this new information. And now we have a release date. That's right, guys. We have a release date already. July 2nd. July 2nd, 2025. That's a little ambitious. <laughs> it's just got announced. And, of course, you know, David Coep coming back to write it, which was what everybody wanted to hear, sure. But that just, to me, that seems like that date and 
you know what comes out a week later, right? Superman Legacy. A lot of people were talking about that. And it's like, oh, oh, they're doing that thing where they're stacking. They're stacking the, the dates as they do. I just don't see Jurassic World making that date. I mean, they don't even have a director. They have a writer. They don't have a, a director. But, of course, the rumored director, which is a very interesting one, is David Leitch. That's right. Crazy action director David Leitch. Bullet Train, Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde. That David Leitch. What? He's... In talks. Intriguing. Because he, he's an action director. So now, I mean, are they just going to go full on buck wild when it comes to this Jurassic World movie? Are any of the characters prior going to show up here? You know, something about the Jurassic World trilogy reminds me of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. The first Jurassic World, just like Force Awakens, brought us all back to the franchise brought us back into the world and they had nostalgia, familiar things, and then new things. Okay. And it was a good balance. Okay. Cool. Look at that. Hey, and everybody liked it. Then came the sequel. Then he came, came a director that was like, I'm going to take a little darker, edgier, edgier approach. And you got, what was it? Something kingdom. <laughs> I forgot even what the second one was called, even though I liked it. I liked the tone from, uh, that French director. I think French is that, yeah. And he made a little darker one, and there was some crazy stuff that happened in there with, like, cloning and stuff like that. Then he had Ryan Johnson with Last Jedi. Then it seemed like they had a course correct a little bit when it came to the third one, just like Rise of Skywalker. They're like, okay, we're going to jam everybody into this thing and all this story into it and pack it into this last movie and put it out there. It just kind of, there's like a, there's a parallel there when it comes to the Jurassic World trilogy and the sequel trilogy for Star Wars. I don't know. To me... This seems like it's a little, there's, they're rushing a little bit here. Unless the script is already done and it's good and it's grand, it just seems like you're bringing back David Coep from the original. Okay, but then you're going to hire this action director. I say David Leitch, don't do it. Don't do it. Do Bullet Train 2 instead. Do that. Wasn't there supposed to be a Bullet Train 2? Wasn't that like already like announced like a while ago? They announced too much stuff. But I thought there was going to be that. Do that. I'd rather have him do a bullet train, too, because I really enjoyed the first bullet train movie. So do that instead. This seems this this sounds like this movie is just going to end up just being like a a corporate, you know, film by committee kind of thing. It's just they're just going to try to just like, ah, we got to put this crazy thing. Are they going to fast and furious it? I don't know. It just seems I don't know. It seems weird. I'm intrigued, I will say, but I just don't see it making that date. You know, Superman Legacy has been well into pre-production. It is ready to go. They're about to start shooting. So, yeah, that's definitely going to make the date. But I don't see Jurassic World not having a set director and who, which characters coming back, new actors, who knows. I just don't see it happening. But I guess we'll see. It is universal. It is universal. They're pretty ambitious. They're like, they're, they're on top. They're on top right now. They've had, they've had a good couple of years. They've had a good couple of years, you know, when it can't when it comes to and I mean last year that you know, with Oppenheimer and Fast X, they're having, you know. But it just seems like woo wee. I don't know. Uh, what were you guys saying? Yeah, John Wick. John Wick Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh, did he do oh he's uh is he doing did he do Fall Guy? That's right. David Leitch uh, has Fall Guy coming out, right? Yeah, he's just like this action director. It's just 
to me, I'm like, does that fit with Jurassic World? I don't know if that fits. To me, I don't think that really, it's like, it's like a fit, and I enjoy his movies. I'm looking forward to Fall Guy. I think it looks like a, you know, a f -f 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 fun action movie. But we shall see, folks. We shall see. All right. Let's go ahead and see what's happening with some Twitter questions. All right. Eric, so Dave, so Eric, there has been buzz about Elon hanging out at a movie premiere with Nelson Peltz, the investor who's been bugging Bob Iger lately. A reporter asked Elon about it. He went, oh, I'm just here with some friends looking for companies to acquire. Could it be? Yeah, I remember seeing that too. I didn't really look into it too much. I asked my friend about it who's like, who's over in that world. But, you know, with everything that's happened, I mean, who knows? Could be Elon Musk is acquiring another company to try to fix it. <laughs> I mean, but then there's people that when, when it comes to Twitter, they think that he's destroyed it. People think he's made it better. You know, I'm kind of, uh, as usual, I'm like partial. I'm like, yeah, there's things that suck. But for, I guess for the most part, it seems like it's mainly better. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what more comes from that. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, do you think James Gunn will do a lot of Easter eggs like they did in the first three phases of Marvel? But for DC, I'm willing to give it a chance because I really want good quality content. Personally, I prefer it was a lot like Justice League animated series. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some there's definitely going to be some Easter eggs. I mean, there isn't there still an Easter egg that nobody found in the first Guardians of the Galaxy? Devon Wooter, hello, Dave. I'm not going to lie. I got a little emotional when I heard uh, Car Car Carl Weathers die. Yeah, that was sad. We talked about it on the Vox stream, gave a little tribute at, at the beginning of it, which is, yeah. And uh, Sylvester Stallone's like video really like was crushing. Might have choked me up a little bit. Let's see. Uh, what is your reaction with him? Yeah. And do you have a favorite and do you have a favorite movie from him? And, and I bought Kick-Ass. Fantastic movie. What's your favorite scene for me with Big Daddy? Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. There was a lot there. My favorite Carl Withers movie, probably Predator, I would say. Uh, it's funny, too, because I did watch the Sly doc over the weekend. I actually watched three docs over the weekend, but I watched the Sly doc um, and it was it was good for the most part. There's things I didn't it moved way too quickly. I didn't like how quickly it moved. It just felt like it moved way too quickly. And there was things left out. Like there was no mention of Creed, which I think because of the whole licensing thing now of, you know, that whole thing, which is kind of sucks because it's like, wait, you can, this is your baby. The Rocky franchise is yours. And now you, you're not really a part of it. And there's like a whole big thing. And I was hoping that they were actually going to talk about that. But they just kind of don't even mention Creed. It's weird. But uh, yeah. And, you know. They talk about Carl Weathers a little bit in there, but he wasn't in the doc. I don't know. The doc, I felt, could have been better. It just felt like there was it was missing things, and they were trying to go for a certain tone when it came to that doc, and, it, you know, I just to me, it could have been better. But um, when it comes to kick-ass, yeah, I mean, uh, the big daddy moments with Nick Cage and, of course, uh, what's her name? Chloe, what's her name? But what's her name? Hit Girl, that's right. 
I mean, let's face it, those are the best scenes in there. But, I, you know, who knows if we're going to get a kick, another, another, another kick-ass after what's happening with Matthew Vaughn. But uh, one of the other, I did watch some other docs over the weekend, too. And I watched the, uh, the docu-series about the American Gladiators. Have you guys seen that? Recommend it. If you, if you ever watched American Gladiators, good stuff. Absolutely good stuff. And then uh, I watched the, the doc of the making of the We Are the World song. That was pretty cool. I really, I really enjoyed that. So highly recommended. So good stuff. But yeah. Anyways, anything else you guys are talking about? Fall Guy in March, Jurassic Wick. I like that. I'm still uh, petitioning to get Aquaman in the Meg crossover. Get some Jason Statham in there. Chloe Grace Moretz. That's right. David Lent. Yeah, he also did Hobbs and Shaw. I want to see more of Momoa's Aquaman with the. Hook hand, yeah. I don't think that's gonna be happening, Nate. But you know, what can he do? What can he do? But yeah, I just don't. I don't see the Jurassic World coming out that date. It just seems like they're just like we're gonna put it right here, and there we go. But if if it does come out, it'd be Jurassic World, then a week later, Superman Legacy, and I think at the end of the month, it'd be Thunderbolts. And God knows what's happening with Thunderbolts as well. Who knows when that? I mean, they it it, it got delayed. It's whatever the hell they had. A, they lost what's his name i mean who knows what's happening with thunderbolts as well so but like i said out of all out of those three superman legacy is right on track it seems unless some kind of strike happens which there is a there is a crew union strike that is that might be showing up next month maybe i'll talk about more more about that on wednesday but uh that's something to worry about for sure all right guys Appreciate spending some time with me. Make sure you hit that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already, share the stream, do all that. And I uh, appreciate it. Follow me on all the Sockmans that are around me. If you want to support the channel, i got the Patreon. Posting stuff I'm working out on, on the Patreon. And I'll my new facts video that I'll be working on, I'll be posting it early over there. If you want to become a member, of course, we do the members-only stream after every, after every Film Junkie Live on Wednesday. So if you want to join that, join the family. All right, guys. Love you. See you guys on Wednesday. Talk to you later.